I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Get... Oh, wait. How do we start this again? This is episode 111 on the Get Merry podcast. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merrymaker Sisters, aka the Marys. So, are you ready? Let's get married. So, do we think that episode one 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 is magical? Of course. I love that you guys are just on your phones. I didn't even well, have the start. microphone, and I was talking. Well, I'm Instagramming. Are your microphones on? Mine's on. On. Yes. On. M. Good girls. Testing. Good yeah. girls. Test, test, test. Um, so yeah, episode 111 equals most magical number ever in the history of numbers on the podcast. <laughs> Why? Is it again? Yeah. I don't know. Because whenever I used to see 1111 or 111, I'd be like, oh, make a wish. No, you do know because no, like in Angel. the spiritual world, they say that's when the angels are with you or something, don't they? Yeah. Or like yeah. that's when They're you can present. like make a wish. And it can manifest yeah. more, better. It's all an illusion anyway, so I think we just make up whatever we want. Yeah, I like it's, it. It looks cool. One, uh, one, one. Do you guys want a ghost <laughs> update? Oh. Seriously, we have so many ghosts. I was updates. attacked last night. <laughs> Amber, tell the story. Well, <clears throat> I was sleeping, having a very good dream. If anyone um, that wants to know, my dream's always really, really vivid. It's like I'm tripping on acid. Not that I know what that's like, but I've heard that it's like crazy vividness and and just my dreams are nuts. Like they're insane. They're like watching Avatar on steroids with 3d glasses yeah anyway so i was having one of those standard dreams that i have and suddenly my dream catcher that's above my bed that's very well been hooked on to my light frame thing falls on my head just like falls on my face and i wake <laughs> up with like obviously the biggest fright ever and i switch on my salt lamp beside me because within arm's reach and i like got the <laughs> dream catcher i'm like <gasps> Looking around for the ghost, and I looked at I was like, how the hell did that fall? And we did a rerun. We did a practice. I just laid in bed then Uh and showed Carla how I could barely reach it. And if I did reach it and try and pull it off with my hands in my sleep, I would have actually torn it. It wouldn't have been able to. probably pulled down the light. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. And so it was obviously the ghost. There's no wind. My windows were closed. There's no wind. Yeah. And not only that, last night we were watching a documentary. Oh, my gosh. And so the TV, we're trying to work the documentary on the TV. The TV wasn't working, so we turned the TV off. We transferred it to the laptop. We're all, like, huddled around this tiny laptop oh watching the God, documentary. Honestly. And then the TV turned on by itself. Yep. Yeah, but what happened before that is that the well, garage. What about the, in the corner that yeah, we saw? We all saw the ghost. In, in, the, the corner. in the garage, there was no light on in there and we all heard a noise and this light flashed underneath the crack of the door well oh, i saw it twice i saw it on the inside of the door oh my god honestly i saw it on the inside of the door too. so if anyone's like a ghostbuster or they talk to spirits could they write to us or comment on the bottom of yeah. this write to us where do they write to just hello just comment. yeah and let us know or comment on um you know if you're listening to this through instagram or on the post go back to the website and comment and let us know what do you think we should do? Should we talk to this ghost or this yeah. spirit? Like, what do we do? Because you last night when you were meditating, you were like, I just said like that, you know, move on. I'm not open to receiving yeah. messages from you. Then we're talking to our friend Johnny who we've had on the podcast before. And he was like, no, just <laughs> let it like be with you and like, let it like talk to you and don't fear it. So I don't I'm, know. I don't know what to do. So All I know is that last ghost. night I did not have a good sleep it put- again. Well, and you didn't I'm sleep queen well. Queen of sleeper, you are. Yeah, you do sleep very well. Usually, yeah. I'm usually the one that doesn't sleep. Through a dream catcher on my like face, I sleep great except for my interruption. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway, that's the ghost on. update yep. for you guys. <laughs> oh, we do have a topic for the day, though. Yes, all about strength. strength. Redefining strength. Redefining strength. Yeah, mm. I love this subject. I never would have thought about it, but Amber thought about it. <laughs> well, because we were having a conversation about how. What what does it mean to be strong? Mm. And then we were like, well, 
if you think about the word strong, like you would think like, oh, you know, muscles and strong means like strong and being like a rock and mm. solid and mm. harsh and kind of closed. That's and what I would think. Kind of like um, putting up with everything, I feel like, and, you know, like rising up constantly, like, you know, like stuff comes your way and instead of it letting you kind of like, instead of feeling it, it's like you just like, nope, I'm okay. Nope, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Nope, I'm okay. And I feel like, you know, we've mentioned it a lot on the podcast where it's like you continue to do that and then it's like this explosion happens at some point and it's like, shit, like I wasn't actually okay. And the stronger thing actually would have been admitting that I'm hurt, I'm sad, whatever, feel it, heal it, and then you become a stronger version of you. Mm. Yeah. Well, the reason that I thought about it and like mentioned it in the first place, Em, was because... Um, I mean, loads of people that I talk to, but particularly I I tend to get really, really strong, inverted commas, strong female clients Mm. who have been strong for so long that – and there's a lot of us who share that story Mm. of I had to be independent, I had to be strong, or that we're also almost asked to with this raise in – sorry, the rise in independence of women Mm. and the feminist movement. I think that some people are interpreting that – perhaps the wrong mm. way and they're actually playing it out in a more masculine way and yeah. they're losing the femininity and the desire to be independent and the desire to be feminine and to be to be strong and equal not not everyone but i think some people are losing that and and so it's like a combination of that and things growing up where you had to be strong or you had to always do it or there's these stories that go through our head i'll just do it myself mm. or i'll just look after myself or i won't ask for help because i can do it better and and so you know so many of my clients are faced with overcoming this stuff and what strong ends up doing like me included is when you try to be emotionally strong you end up blocking everything Mm. and you don't actually get what makes you happy you 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 get the opposite and you get this shell you become a shell yeah so you get used to blocking things and feeling things so that means you're if so if you're blocking like um i put this in vertical commas bad emotions like sadness or anger or whatever uncomfortable yeah Mm you will also end up blocking other emotions like love and exactly. happiness. Uh, yeah. And yeah. You can't selectively numb yes. joy. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel. It's like, um, you know, yeah, if you're blocking – like I, I felt like this the other day. It was like, um, you know, I was so sad, but it's also like – but I was also so happy. And I think that's – it's like to get that, like, happy love, like feel like that, so you need to feel this the shit as well. Mm. So it's like I guess it's like kind of like the yin and yang. Like it's the opposite. Like they're equal. So therefore, but is the goal to be in the middle? I don't know. Is there a goal? Like is there a goal to feel less? So you don't like. I don't even know. Yeah. Like why? Like what? What? What, what do we? Like, what is the ideal? <laughs> do we, I was just like, do we? Oh, um, I've got it, some experience in this area. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a really good question and I remember when I studied this to try and understand, okay, what goes up must come down, right? Um, I'm just trying to think if we need any background here. So a lot of people aim for happiness. We want to be happy. Well, what is happiness? People generally have a condition around happiness or I'll Mm -hmm. be happy when I – or actually people are like, I don't know. So Mm. firstly, they're aiming for something that's generally conditioned Mm. by what we think we need, right? Mm -hmm. And then secondly – um, people don't have a definition on happiness, so it's forever just this illusion that's being chased. But when we're chasing the emotions of high, the high emotions, mm. we're therefore unconsciously accepting that the opposite of that is something we should fear or resist. Mm. Yeah. So it actually makes us miserable chasing what we think is going to yeah. make us happy. Interesting. It's like the, if you flip it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that paradox of happiness or that paradox of, of seeking what makes us happy or doing what – feels good if we chase pleasure we're actually creating pain in our life because we're Mm. always running away from it so you're correct in saying that it's to seek balance and there's there's a couple of balanced emotions which we label them um inspiration which comes from being on your purpose Mm -hmm. so when you feel inspired you don't feel really elated do you like motivation is more very driven it's it's quite a masculine energy it's it's anger and desperation mixed together yes right so yeah, like motive and motivation is very like um non sustainable. Yeah. Like it's kind of like it comes in like boom, and you're yeah. like yes, mm. and then it's kind of like you kind of have that low. It's after. exhausting. Mm. Yeah, because then you're like oh, I just want to fall in a heap. Feels more like 
yeah and yeah. expansion it's like, and, it, and it's flowy it's sustainable yeah. Flow. yeah which is the main thing right and then you've got gratitude whereas gratitude oh. isn't and it's not gratitude. again people usually yeah gratitude's the best marys you know that i know you're the queens of gratitude <laughs> and it's not about um so if we think of a really sad situation in our life it's not like oh i'm so grateful for that happened yeah. that's that's actually we're not being correct when we're saying we're grateful for that um happening because it's 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 almost like we're trying to justify it, but we don't really believe it. But it's understanding. I'm grateful because I can see where it led to. It's it's almost mm. your 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 ability to see the balance because that's what yin and yang is. Yeah. But basically, we try and get the yin without the yang. The human part of us wants the pleasure without the pain. Mm. So we're chasing the pleasure. Whereas gratitude is accepting that there's there's dark and light with, mm. within everything. So it's it's being grateful. It's not being elated and wanting more. Yeah. So gratitude is not about wanting it again or desire. So um, gratitude in, in its essence is a balance as well mm-hmm. and unconditional love, not just love because we, I think in our minds we think romance then. Yeah, so yeah, I, I want to yeah. say unconditional love because we put conditions on self-acceptance, on self-love. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll love myself when I am. Yeah. Same with relationships and other people. So unconditional yeah. love and then joy. It's like joy doesn't it doesn't have an opposite it's not sad it's not Mm. it's like being it takes courage to live joyfully because our mind always wants to give us a worry or it Mm. wants to give us an anxiety it wants to take it away so those are really balanced Mm. emotions to aim for Mm. and you get that by um i guess seeing the patterns of the addiction of pleasure yeah in the in the humanness within us yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? I was just listening to um, Marianne Williamson's book. What's that book called again? Return to Love. Return to Love. And she was talking about her experience, how she, you know, she was addicted to, like she kept trying to fill her life up with like, and it's such a common story. I think we all can relate with like, whether it's relationships, jumping around to Korea, to Korea, mm-hmm. drugs, alcohol. Like we're just using all these external forces to try to fill us up and make us feel something but it always kind of like you get to this point and it's like, boom, like what the hell? And it's either like um, she was saying you either like have this big breakdown, like a big nervous breakdown, or you just continuously live with like little mini breakdowns all the time. Mm. And it's like in a way that big massive like slap in the face or whatever it is, is like is more helpful than these tiny little things that just like keep you going. And, and like, you know, you look back at when you're 50 and be like, what have I done? Like I'm not happy. I thought I was – leading my life to be happy but I'm actually the opposite mm. um and I just found it really interesting and like all her stuff it's like and I liked I know like we've spoken about how everything's a delusion I like what Marianne says is in that you know everything except love is a delusion so like mm. you know the fears that go on in our yeah. head they're lies like they're all fake we're just making them up mm. but really in well, the we're choosing to believe them yeah right because they're a reflex the fe- fears are reflex that's going to be in our mind. It's our thinking. So it's, we have to, that's why, that's why she says choose love. Yes. Because like you either, either listen to your thinking or you choose love. Yeah. God. So how does this relate to <laughs> strength? Strength. Well, I, I think like maybe in a way choosing love is a sign of weakness to many people. Yes. Not to like, to, like me, to me, to me it's a sign of strength, but totally. like I believe to like, uh, this society that you know we're meant to fight our way up the corporate ladder we're meant to put others down yeah. to get up higher and the question is why do we fight why would we fight our way up the corporate ladder or the way up the entrepreneurial ladder because we feel like we're not good enough yeah. so we're listening to fear so we think we're strong when we fight through yeah but it's listening to fear yeah, yeah. we think pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. is a sign of strength yeah. but in actual fact if you just surrendered yeah you would you that is stronger like that is courageous. Just listening like, to your ooh, compass is yeah, cu- takes yes, courage. That's courage. And I think there's that quote where it's like, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Oh, I and love that. I love I that. It's like, just because I'm a kind human and I'm a loving human, don't you mistake that for weakness? Like, oh. no, like it takes strength to be kind. It takes strength to see love and to be love and to be light. Like, I love that. Have compassion with yourself. Yes. yes yourself and others and you know like we we grew up thinking you know the nice girl finishes last Mm -hmm. like I think sometimes like I had that in the back of my head like the nice girl finishes last the nice guy never gets the girl like like for some reason that is 
And it's sort of about through. the same with guys, right? They're, yeah. they're, so the nice guy doesn't get the girl. And I'm just – what's coming into my head now, the images of um, – don't know what it is. It's like boss babe or bitch babe. They call me a bitch, but I get things done. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's all these conditions. And and I'm probably that cliche. Years ago, I was probably that cliche of, I guess, lacking that compassion or that toughen up. When mm-hmm. I was a personal trainer, um, I remember girls getting on the scales at my training, and them crying when they looked at the scales. And this is me. What I don't know, seven, eight years ago or something. Just thinking, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> zero compassion. Yeah. Not zero compassion. I wasn't a sociopath. But <laughs> I just thought, toughen up. Yeah. But that's because I was so tough with myself. Yeah. I remember one time I wanted to have like a breakdown about so I was moving from university, um, from where I went to uni to Brisbane. And I was so stressed out and I was worried about money and packing my house and all this different stuff. And, you know, 21, moving to a new city and... And I remember wanting to break down and I said to myself, Amber, we don't have time for a breakdown, so pull mm. your shit together. Mm. And like how much is that? And that's edified. That's glorified. That mm-hmm. toughness, that pushing through has been glorified. Mm. And so it's retrained into us to be tough and tough it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not at all like that when that's I so integrated true. my softness and when I integrated that feminine compassion and vulnerability into my life, that's where my life got fucking yeah. awesome. Totally. I think I had like similar with like my ex-boyfriend when we broke up. It was long distance. So like we broke up and I was like, I shouldn't feel anything. Like it's fine. He wasn't here anyway. Like I'll just move yeah, on. Yeah, I remember okay. you just, you didn't. And like the next I day I was just like. I you cried. Did you even oh, cry? I, I cried. But like. But not very much. Yeah. And like compare it to my ex, ex-boyfriend where I was at like absolutely breakdown. Yeah. Like worst, worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Like that's what, that was the level of emotion shared. And then this one, nothing. And I thought back then, like the business had just started and I was like, I'm strong. Like I'm an independent woman. Like I'm like, I can do this myself. Like I don't need anything. Like I'm good. Okay. Let's just keep going. Yeah. And I just told myself, just keep going. It's fine. Yeah. So how can we help people redefine strength within themselves being women and men listening? Of course, mm. we don't want to, block that out because of there is again and again those different yeah. um, stereotypes of what a, a strong man is but I think in this instance listeners are probably women so yeah you know I, I think like what we touched on before like knowing that if you follow your true desires in your heart your gut your intuition that is the most courageous is. thing that is the most strongest thing anyone can do totally and that decision or that you know following whatever that might be might not appear strong yeah. to the rest of the world yep. but to you it's the strongest mm. thing you can do it totally is when when you follow that yeah you, you do feel, feel empowered you mm. feel and it's not that yeah it's this empowered feeling yeah. where you're just like whoa i just made that decision and i feel so good from making that decision like i feel lighter i feel like i'm in flow and that is i think that's one of the best feelings in the world yeah. Oh when my you God. make a decision I, where totally. you know that like especially when you know oh like if I went down this way which like isn't following my truth I might get like some money I might get some more fame I might get some mm. more of this like more money those more attention ex- yeah more promotions. attention external things that you think mm. are going to bring you more goodness and then you go and like boom make the opposite decision because you know like deep down that is not aligned. Yeah. Oh. Can I can I use an example of something that I mean the documentary we, we watched last night. Yeah. Amy is that what it was yeah. called? Yeah. And yeah. it's the story of Amy Winehouse. And Carla and I had this discussion just driving home just before, and she knew what was going to happen in her life. She like through that documentary, how many comments did she make? No, like fame. I don't want to be famous because it will kill me. I'll neck myself when I get famous. Yeah. Yeah. Like she made those comments years before she died. And it's like, oh, my God, she just completely ignored her intuition. She listened to all the people around her, mm-hmm. got locked into contracts and just had to go, 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 go. And then too late. Like, so sad. like such so a sad, sad, devastating story. And, to try and, and she wasn't fulfilled, so she just drank and drugged herself yeah. through yeah. it all. And, oh, she's just 27. Yeah, and it? like because when, when she won that amazing the grammy oh my the gosh. best album of the year beat like beyonce like yeah. the <laughs> biggest award <laughs> that you could ever win in like oh music and she said i'm so bored yeah. because she because she didn't have drugs and alcohol yeah, it didn't fulfill her because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't her it wasn't her no. doing it like it was other people pushing her yeah god you know she probably would have been more fulfilled staying 
just saying no and, and going to small, you know, New Orleans to small yeah. jazz clubs and singing like she wanted to. Yeah. She said, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. So if you, so the, the takeaway is, is if you, even though it looks like that's the next level up and that's where we should be going, if you go there, if you push there, you're going to get there and not be fulfilled yeah. and then you're going to be feeling yourself. Like she is a very, you know, I almost want to thank her for the example that she could yeah, teach totally. all of us. Yeah, you know, I think to, it's the example of when you follow someone else's path into the forest. It's like Joseph Campbell yeah. and the Knight's Tale. Can you tell that? I don't know it. It's like King Arthur, all the pe- all the the um knights. the knights are at the table and then they know that the holy grail is inside the dark forest and they all decide there's 12 of them they all decide that we'll make our own way into the forest at different points we'll choose our own path and that's the only way that they can truly find the holy grail if they all went and on the same path I love a good they metaphor. wouldn't find it so if we all followed Got like it. someone else's said path, oh, you should go that way. Like you should go that way because that's mm. the way someone else went and you'll get success there. You'll get happiness there. But you know that that's not the way you want to go or you truly feel mm-hmm. like you want to go that way. If you go that way, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not, And you're not going to find what, what it is that you need or want or are looking for. It's like, whoa. Boom. Mic drops. <laughs> so, look, if there's people listening and they are in the corporate world or they are doing a job that maybe they don't, um, you know, they're like, oh, that's all good and well, you girls, you mm. run your own business. Yeah. You you know, you're the merrymaker sisters, Amber, you run your own whatever. You run your own business, not whatever. But you do your own. <laughs> you do your own. Whatever, whatever it is that we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for you to say because it is, you know, it is, it's easier once you've fought through. But I, I guess I want to say to those people, it wasn't an easy decision. I left radiation mm. therapy. Do you mind if I share this? I think mm, like, no. go for it. Or I, when I left radiation therapy and chose to go into human behavior, um, I left RT. So that's, that's cancer treatment because I, f- I don't know, something in me told me that wasn't, I wasn't meant to be at the end of the stick. I wanted mm. to be at the prevention, right? So mm. I went into and then studied psychotherapy, blah, blah, blah. And I decided to run retreats. But the reason that, that the pace that I ran those retreats was so fast. I was young. I'd saved a lot of money and I wanted to recreate the important. I, w- I didn't feel important when I left the hospital because I was like, who am I now? I, I just went to uni for four years and I studied and everyone knew me as that. So I, my loss of identity. So my fear, I was listening to fear. So I had to right away as soon as I could run a retreat and I worked so hard and I slept so little and I abused my body without like by just running, 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 push, mm-hmm. push, push. And I, I think by the time I decided to run the retreat and the actual retreat was something like six or eight months later. And by the time I got to it, my body broke down. I went to hospital because oh I had God. acute kidney and liver failure Far because out. my cortisol oh, was so high. It was shit. just like my nervous system shut down. Oh my God. So that's, that's also what happened. So that didn't fulfill me. And then I had to deal with adrenal fatigue for years. And, and then we not like cortisol up. Imagine mm. my hormones, mm. what my periods just were doing, my moods, yeah. my skin. And so there are so many women these days of course guys yes but our hormones are affected very different with the progesterone the estrogen production your estrogen goes up your progesterone goes down and progesterone is what makes us feel very calm and happy and reduces pms and all that stuff and when cortisol's up progesterone is down Mm, so interesting so when we're stressed and we're pushing that Mm. happens and and it's just like I had to really rewire myself and work very hard to redefine what success and strength was for me and I've had to work for the last couple of years to do that. And you can do that wherever you are. So you might just begin to, um, you know, because c- I'm thinking there's going to be people that are listening that work at like a grocery store or a post office or, a, you know, there might even be a stay-at-home mom. You're like, well, how does this apply to my life? Um, it's, I guess, not being so tough on yourself all the time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's knowing like you don't – have to go and do your own thing you don't have to go and run in a business or like we think that you know that everyone should should be doing this thing or this one or this one and it's like no we can find fulfillment in anything that we do well, we spoke about it yesterday like on the beach with like what what brings us fulfillment yeah. is that very very oh, simple yeah. individual unique purpose yeah yes. i liked doing that I that was doing really that. that was so cool and, it, and we talked about you know what we were like as kids like um like how we kind of did our daily activities yeah. and how we were at school and with projects and like just life in general yeah and you know like us three although we have many similarities we have many many differences as well and it was cool to like 
go through all of ours and what we were like. And try and actually figure out like what is our sole purpose. Yeah. Like because, you know, Merrymakers is our business, but what's the sole purpose of like us as individuals? Mm. What can we bring to the business that is sole purpose for in like me and mm. you, Emma? And it was like interesting to think back as a child, like what how you were, what were you like, what did you enjoy, what brought you joy? And fulfillment as a kid and we were all so different yeah, it was really cool like i mean that- like you were like carla's like the one who just wanted to try everything like go get her mom i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this <laughs> actually no i'm going to win everything as well <laughs> and if i don't i'm going to go back and win or i'm going <laughs> to give it up and like move on that's what you did, you, wouldn't you? You'd be like, boom, 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 boom. I like, just like to find try the things this. I was good at. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, try this, okay, move on, move on. It's like, and it, all her heart would be in it, like, boom. And then, nah, bored of that, next thing, boom. <laughs> next thing, boom. <laughs> and, it, yeah, you still are like that. <laughs> I know. And, Amber, yours was like learning. Like, you loved yeah. being that that student. But, miss, what does this mean? Yeah, like, like <laughs> questioning. Why? See, why? I love that. Why? See, I was Question not everything. like that. Why? I would why? Not like that at all. Wow. Classes would go overtime because I would always like have my hand. That's hands so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Is it see, so Sarah, funny? My yeah. best friend, Chloe, she always said, yeah. why? We were used to bag her. <laughs> we used to be like, why? Why? I don't why? think I have a bag No, we did. It would all, also not necessarily be why, but how. Yeah, but yeah. how does that work? Let, let me like figure it out. More. I yeah. have to. I have to get down to like the most intricate understanding of everything, I love that. and it brings so me. Cool. And it's, I used to think it was a bad thing, and that I was trying to control. And I used to like I got mixed up in that. Like you know, mm. I let some inverted commas mm. spiritual person tell me that that was my need to control, and I actually suppressed that for a little while. Wow. wow. And um, and then I realized, no fucking way. Oh, I love this. I froth off it, and and as a <laughs> as a side effect. <laughs> As a side effect, I end up teaching. So, so good. I'm, yeah, and it's like, yeah, you've got to listen. Again, a spiritual guide told you this, but you knew yeah. deep down that you asking yeah. questions, being curious yeah. was what you're supposed to be doing. Love it. So, so I just I just try and do everything with curiosity. I'm not even try. I really embody everything with a curiosity like, hmm, what's happening right now? What am I, like, what am I learning? How does yeah. this fit in? It's like I see the world as a pattern and it brings me so so much joy no matter what it is and it and it and then that allows me to execute in like methodical and um i guess very intuitive and logical ways in my business because i feel very in flow with my life so that doesn't that allows me to keep my feet on the ground and feel very inspired around what Mm. i'm doing in a logical sense of my business so even when i'm planning Mm. my business maps i'm doing it with curiosity and as a puzzle so Mm. i I embody my purpose in everything i do it doesn't mean that i don't run my business or make goals or plans it just means that the way i do it is is through my purpose Mm. totally and m you as a kid what were you talking about with you you can't really remember. You just love to no. You had wanted to create things. No, yeah. you're yeah, but you remember and you it, told me that you were always told to. Oh, that's right, the feeler. Yeah. Well, because I was I had so many feelings as a kid. Like, Mum will be listening to this and be like, "Yes, <laughs> Emma did have many feelings," and <laughs> I just re- I don't know, but I forget what we talked no, about. Now. <laughs> you're you were the person like now you like you. By you feeling everything, yeah, like, I, get like, experience you get to experience it more. Yep. Things, yes. you get to experience things, and then you get to also inspire other people to feel. Yeah, yeah. And just by you feeling, you will like, give permission to other. Yeah. people Yeah, and feel. I think um, you know, a lot from when I was a kid, like I have a lot of memories of like living in feeling because I was so. I think because I was so sensitive to feelings, I was also um scared of them as well, and scared of what people would think of me mm, by feeling this. And thing. so I kind of blocked them out. Or I wouldn't put them on show, so that so many people back then would have known me as a shy girl. I was mm. always the shy girl. So that was your inverted commas attempt at being strong. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so there's another example yeah, of when exactly. we're strong, what happens because then you were kind of explosive, weren't you, with your emotions or almost well, just suppressed. You would be like suppress, suppress, but then boom, explosive. So when I was really upset, it would be like the end of the world mm. and I would just bore my eyes out. And I probably am still like that to an extent. Actually, no, I probably just cry more often. You just, so cry more. I just, you just let it, I just let it, let it's it out. It's not as explosive. No, it's, it's just like, boom. <laughs> it will just happen. More yeah. common. <laughs> you teach me so much in the way that you feel, Emma. Like, it's really beautiful to see. 
It's such a it's yeah. such a skill. It's so courageous. It's so funny. Just comes natural, like, guys. Just the tears come. Yeah. <laughs> because like here they come. And I think as kids, like growing yeah. up, like we were so different. Oh like how we gosh. still are. Yeah. In that like I was just I was the one who would fall over and get up like get up and keep going. Like, I'd be like <gasps> I remember there's this one Christmas photo and I'm <laughs> I fell off my bike. I took the biggest stack. I was on a two-wheeler. Emma's still on a train. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, I'm older, remember? Okay? Three years older. I'm on a oh, two-wheeler. <laughs> fell off my bike, scraped the whole side of my face, all the side of my shoulder. And there's this photo and I'm just smiling. And I'm just like, what am I? I scraped the side of my face. I don't care. Like, onwards and upwards. <laughs> but Emma would have been like, Oh! <laughs> Not my face. <laughs> Look, I wasn't very like. Yeah, I wasn't like you at all. You, you were like I was adventurous. I was happy to just sit in the space and yeah. like play with paint and crayons yeah, and draw I, and like, create. I was such a tomboy. Yeah, and you wore dresses though, and I wore <laughs> tomboy clothes, but was such a not a tomboy. Yeah, it was so interesting. I'd see wear... that probably creates some things where we call each other tomboys. Doesn't yeah, it? that. <laughs> Yeah, because, oh, only boys do yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I was, though. I was, yeah, exactly. What I the hell? Yeah. I, <laughs> I love know. how you just, like, pulled yourself up. <laughs> it's like, oh. Stop it. Like, that's not even real. Like, I know. Well, who's well, I, do you know, I feel like now, today's day and age is We'd, very yeah. different. It's mm, so different. And because yeah. we don't have kids, like, it's probably mm. something I haven't been around. But, like, I've noticed, like, you mm. know, with everything and, like, um, what is it called when – you have a you you choose to not tell your child what sex they are. Have you seen that? No. no. Like I I read an article about oh, that. Wow, that's or so like you don't wait you don't tell them you don't um you don't say you're a little girl or something. Yeah, I think you like choose to just let them do whatever they want, and you don't like so if you have a little girl you don't buy them pink. Mm. Yeah. Like I'd be buying my little girl all the pink because I love pink. Yeah. Like that's my personal choice. But I'm like, whatever. If your personal choice is whatever, I'm happy with it. I guess we're projecting onto our kids then if we're doing that. Yeah, true. We Maybe you just need to buy them all the colours. All of the colours. All the colours. Rainbow colours. <laughs> Put my kids in white. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> white. <laughs> you must have quit I don't even know if I'm having kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play with your kids. Um, <laughs> and again, actually, now that I've said that, there's probably all of the women being like, that's probably a tough thing. Like, do you. It's, oh, yeah. And we don't have kids and i like, know so whenever we bring up yeah. kids i do have a best friend that has almost four kids though and i feel like i learn a lot from them so oh like, you know what like examples i but feel like i feel like this podcast is like a safe place to just be open with how mm. we feel like like because we put that out there yeah. like we're always the first to be like we don't have kids but like we of course we have a certain understanding of what and we were children yes so we bring we bring a different perspective to the mm. table and i totally. think I think that's kind of nice that we can all bring our different perspectives yeah. and it's not like, yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. who knows what having kids like is like. Yeah, I think it changes everything. I just yeah. have this thought. When we're not – oh, it almost disappeared. I was thinking about like Cameron Diaz, 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 Diaz who talks – because she's too, she doesn't want kids, right? Yeah. And it's almost as though – the, the perception of strength that a lot of us fall into the trap of being this inverted commas strong is actually just con- conditioning. Mm. We're falling into conditioning. 100%. So we're, and, and when we do do that, it brings so much inner turmoil, mm. like, cause it's so incongruent. Mm. Um, but you know, I was, you know, an example is one of my, clients or that you know there's many examples and, and I know friends as well but it's it's easy when I get to know the intricacies of, of a client it's seeing how strongly bound the conditions and the stories are of oh I'm just like this yeah. or I have to achieve or I have to do or I have to be better or I have to do it because if not then underlying is the fear of because otherwise I'm not good enough mm. and it's, it's so interesting when people are like that's just who I am that's just what I'm like bullshit yeah. I was re- listening to that um book waking up by sam harris and i don't like it 
But I listened to 40 minutes of it and I was like, I'm, yeah. this is like the least I'm going to listen to this much and then I'm yep. going to probably not listen again. Yep. But the one thing I took away from it, from the 40 minutes, was that compassion and patience can be learned. Yes. So we can, mm, we can learn that. those things. And I think that Ooh. it's so interesting when people are like, I'm just an impatient person. Mm-hmm. I'm just impatient. Mm-hmm. I think that's laziness. Yeah. Is that it a is big call? So it's lazy. It's so lazy. And it's lazy. I mean, I was lazy in the sense where I used to say, I just don't, I, I just don't feel. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. And because it was just a protection. It was and a it, self-protection. But yeah. I believed it. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I didn't, like, I, I avoided my feelings because it was all too much for me to try and handle. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, my childhood was super intense with my um, stepmom and my mom and my child. It was just not a nice place to be in my yeah. home. So I I was the switched on kid. So yeah. when people meet me, they, they almost see um, an extrovert that's, like I'm quite introverted mm. as a as a person, but I learned to be outwardly tough yeah. and strong yeah. and even funny. Yeah, you know yeah. that's how Mask I dealt with. Humor. Yes, yeah. and totally I'm like such a killer. I'm a fucking brilliant at that. But now I think we talked about this, and where yeah. I do it only in a conscious way, mm. um, yeah. or I, I attempt to do it in a conscious way. But I used to say to myself. Yeah, no, I don't really, I don't really feel. Not an emotional I'm not that. So I was trying yeah. to think of the line I used to say. I'd just say I'm not really an emotional person. Yeah. I feel like bullshit. we all do that though. Like, I mean, I would do it in like saying I'm not smart, I'm not clever. Mm. Like it's just it's kind Such of a story. Yeah, I'm like just it's not a story. I'm just not a smart person. Um, like, what else um, would I do? I'm. Um, what else? Because would I it do? fit an example, right? We we've yeah. done it because at one point there was an example of it. Yeah, of a really smart person who you perceived as a really yeah. smart person, and then you, there was an example where you thought you weren't smart, so therefore yeah. you at some point just adopted that belief. Yeah, yeah. another line, another line. Go. I oh, thought, I'm just go. not. Um, I'm just not your typical pretty. I'm just yeah. not like the typical beauty. Like. You know? Can you expand on that? Like when you'd see someone like they are just like the classical, the, the you classical, mean? Like classical, classic beauty. Like they're perfect beauty. Like so, you. Uh, you grow so you're putting up, yourself down. Yeah, you grow yeah. up with this like conditioning that that person with the the small nose and the the blue eyes and the luscious locks and the blah 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 and the Disney princesses, mm, pretty much. Yeah, they're your beauties mm. and. I'm not a classic beauty. Oh, my God. I just realized that we have that Disney poster, but we should probably put a poster of ourselves on the wall instead. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys would like to buy the poster of me, Emma, and Emma. Oh, my God. God, I'm scared. Once when I was 14, Christy Sini, I'm talking to you, my best mate. I've said this to her plenty of times so she knows. She told me that I looked like an alien. (laughs) But I was the prettiest alien she'd ever oh, seen. That's nice. <laughs> hey, that's kind of nice. Um, she's yeah. like, I just think you look very odd. And and then <laughs> I, I kind of agree, but I don't feel like. <laughs> or there was another thing that you said when you said that I'm just not. When people say things like, I'm just not a person, like a morning person. Oh, yeah. Or I'm just like, I'm not really into, I'm just not an exercise person. Or just like, it's just. I think it's like, it's like when self-awareness goes too far. When you just are like, you're like, okay. Self-awareness turns into self-bullshit. Yes. It's like self-awareness and self-acceptance. It's like we talk about acceptance. And if someone has the the (laughs) self-awareness that they're not an exercise person. And they're like, I'm just going to accept that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to accept the fact that I can't do exercise. No. 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 You haven't found one that you like yet. Exactly. Oh you can always God. find things that you love. Oh, and I just it, think that's hilarious. And again, but yeah, it is really funny, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's funny when the like... delusion of self-help. It's funny when you have these freaking like epiphanies of like all the crap we've been talking about I know. the past probably five episodes, self-awareness, self-acceptance. We're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Except don't be self-aware about the fact that you hate exercise or that you hate healthy food. Oh yeah. God. So it's not, it's not, it's creating, it's being aware that we can create stories of yeah. sabotage. Yes. So it's, it's having the, 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 the <laughs> self-awareness, <It's> like, oh. <laughs> the awareness of the awareness being a story Yeah. because we get wow. ourselves into when we try That's and interesting. Yeah, have a look. Okay. So h- how do we tell the difference? It's when perhaps it becomes something that holds you back from being a greater, yeah. great, greater version of yourself. Yes. It's an excuse. It's a fear Does that make sense? Story. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a fear story that's limiting our potential. Yeah, because, okay, let's use the exercise example. Okay, cool. So if you're saying to yourself, I'm just not an exercise person, well, then you're limiting yourself yes. to becoming healthier, to you're limiting yourself from the amazing – 
feelings you're going to feel after the exercise, like the serotonin and the hormones and all that kind of jazz. Also your energy and balance and Yeah, so we're just like, it's almost like that story is just like diminishing our light. Because fear wants to keep us small, right? We're afraid of the light. Afraid of the light. Yeah. It's like kind of... We really are. Like our self-identity within ourself. Carla, I love that you don't like that book either. I like after my book. after my review yesterday, do you agree? <laughs> I, I listened to forty minutes of it, and I was like, I don't understand these words. <laughs> I think some people just use too big a words. He used empirical like fifty times in the first forty. I don't minutes. know what does that word even mean. <laughs> this is empirical. <laughs> what you does know, that like, word mean? Why are we using this word? It What's plain English? Plain English, in, guys. Yeah, it should not be in the language. Because I didn't understand it. Doesn't All it makes me think of is the is TV show Younger. Because Empirical. Too. I was like, oh, wow. I wonder what Empirical means. Because the publishing house in Younger is called Empirical. Anyone else watch that show? What God, that means? show is epic. I was Ever. about to Google it. Google it. Well, Google it. Like, if we think of... Im- I'm thinking it's imp- like there's important many understanding. Yeah. Oh. Like or it important. Is imp- or like it is <laughs> Empirical in order to blah important yeah important maybe it is important no 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 i don't know oh, empirical oh. isn't important it's almost like so if we, it's almost like an educated like the empirical so oh. when i was studying medicine it was like the empirical diction the empirical oh. hang the on perfection empirical let's break it down what does i am i am it's like not impossible yeah based on concerned with or verifiable observation so it's like empirical measurements so it's Oh, it's um, another word. So it's 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 sorry. Verifiable by observation or experience rather than theory uh, or pure oh, logic. Oh, so, so it's, it's not proven. It's like pro- it is proven. <laughs> it is proven or it's not proven. Well, it must be proven. Well, okay. It said not proven by theory, but of obs- observation no, based on mm. concerned with or verifiable. So this is someone's like uh, verifiable by observation or experience. So. It means so empirical truths are based on observational experience. Non empirical oh. truths, or some people might think that they're non truths if it's just a theory or pure logic. Okay, so if I see the, it's all that the sky anyway. is blue, that is an, an empirical. It is an empirical it observation. It is empirical, but someone who's say, colorblind might see it as green, and that's their empirical observation. Yeah, I guess so. And then if you think like <laughs> consciousness or we're all made of love, well, that's a theory. Mm. So it's not empirical. Mm. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. So yeah. theory or pure kind of. logic. So sometimes there's like see he logic- used that word fifty times. No wonder I was so confused. <laughs> I like the plain English books. Anyway, I, the biggest the biggest takeaway was the compassion and the patience thing. Pa- that you can learn it. You can I love it. it. We can all learn it. We can learn to redefine strength within mm. ourselves. I think that's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. Or we have no actually. Like let's take this up another level. We have to fuck. I nearly swore. You and did then already. I ended up <laughs> Sorry. You already said the F word. Did I? Yeah. Empirically, are you sure? Yes. I remember it because I was like, you definitely oh, better did. put the E on this I episode. apologize, guys. Um, <laughs> we must take responsibility for redefining strength. Yeah. So spotting our fear of old, that like, I have to get all this done or yeah. just the story oh in God, your head yes. because we don't even really know. There's, we don't notice the story. We just look in the mirror and see imperfection and say it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we yeah. track that back, do, do you know what I mean? What you the? wake up and you're like, Ugh, I love looking in the mirror in the morning just before I go to yoga, looking like a mess and being like, yeah, going to yoga like this. <laughs> that's courage, I, I, I reckon, as well. It's like, yeah. Or is it laziness? <laughs> Really no, I don't think so because like why would we get ready before yoga when we're going to shower straight up? Yeah, after? I guess the reason I'm saying that is because <laughs> I used to go to the gym and teach and I would do my makeup before I taught a spin class at 6am. But I feel like oh, maybe so if you teach, maybe. Like, no, hell no. to the no. In my morning class, I don't. Yeah, I probably would Because I don't do it anymore. But on my 3.30 oh, yeah. Saturday, if I do. I was that's because I've done stuff during the day and then I'll go teach. But I just mean it was because I wanted to look good. It wasn't yeah. because there's different. Yeah. I think wearing makeup to make yourself feel beautiful or to exacerbate, I think it's beautiful. To draw. I think it's very feminine to, to tap into our beauty. I love so mascara. I'm not, yeah, I love a good. I'm not wearing yeah, any I today. Love blush. But it's um. <laughs> <laughs> See what I have to deal with, guys. <laughs> um, but to but doing it from fear. So that's what we yeah, okay. Yeah. Like that's probably like I'm not good enough pra- unless I have makeup on. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. having a look at the content or the intention behind your actions. Yeah. Are you trying? Are you being strong in a way that's actually weak? Are you being strong by pushing through? Are you being strong by listening to fear? 
yeah, yeah. and then it is yeah it's the fear or love thing so like we could also just turn the word strength into love what do you mean like we instead of thinking what does it mean to be strong what does it mean to be loving what it, does it like, mean to choose love to choose love yeah because i know the, that that's the strength that's to strength. choose you're in a compass like, so like because i think that words can hold so much they do what word could, did i use yesterday could change the word. they're tainted no that's why we um but in saying that i think um we were talking about like how to keep a positive mindset and because somebody asked us this and we were like it's not really about a positive mindset it's about a strong mindset Mm, balanced mindset because if we look at what strong is in our redefinition yeah we're looking at choosing love and love is seeing all things so it's not when you it's not that you guys are so positive about because i know that why that person asked you that question right because how do you remain so positive about anything and because i live with you i am evidence i can empirically observe (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you're using the sentence (laughs) get out (laughs) that when something bad happens you're not like oh my god but that's okay because it's just so positive you just you see things with a balanced perspective of love yeah and you're choosing to be strong and consciously observe and not listen to the victim mentality of fear no, we know that, you know, this bad thing, it's there. Like Acceptance. We accept yeah, we it. Accept like, it. We can't change it. Full stop. We cannot change yeah. it. Full stop. Um, full stop. So full how stop. do we work through this and whatever it may be, if it's a business thing, how do we, yeah. like, what's the next step? What's the next step? And, like, let's, like, we okay, we, we feel it. This is annoying, blah, but, like, there's no point in mm. dwelling in it because what's that going to get – where's that going to yeah. take us? I mean, you said it too. Like, what's the point in worrying? Worrying doesn't, doesn't get give us anything. Yeah. What, what was it? Worrying doesn't take away tomorrow's stress. It just takes away today's peace. Yep. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So is that a Rumi quote? Did I get that? No, I think I read that to you from the prophet yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because we were... I should look that up. We were like, oh my God. Like yeah. there, was a, there was a second of stress and Amber said that. And we're like, yeah. Ow. I just hit my head. True. <laughs> On the pineapple. <laughs> On the pineapple. <laughs> Damn pineapple. That's yeah, actually, there's a statue of a pineapple not real, behind yeah. Carla's head. And like the pokey... <laughs> The spiky thing take a photo. is like sticking out above your head. Like I have a pineapple head. Yeah, you have a pineapple head. <laughs> it's like not quite big um, enough. Interesting. Okay, so it's all about a balanced mindset. Yeah. Hmm. And then, okay, so we've decided we have, guys, you can take this if you want. I love it. But or a way it. to take it or leave it. Leave it on the couch, leave it on the shelf. Um, Is to think about our choices. Are we choosing love or are we choosing fear? Thank you, Marianne Williamson. Didn't she come up with that? Well, I'm sure I many, many people. Many, yeah. like, but she's made it big. <laughs> <laughs> she got famous and said it. <laughs> she got famous. I don't know. She I got quoted so on it. I so think every people. single like Buddha probably said it at yeah. some point. Yeah. Everyone I mean? says it. Probably some ancient. It's in the collective I'm consciousness. I'm pretty sure it's in like every religion as well at yeah. some point. Like, is it? Like, like if you say, well, let's not touch on religion. Can we not? Hey? Yeah, let's not Because this guy, this, the book, talked a lot about that. And I was like. The book. Well, the thing about religions are is that we can look at the people that they based it around, and it's not necessary. So let's let's look at the Bible, right? Jesus said some very very similar things to Buddha, yeah, and to Krishna, yeah. and to um, the, the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. It is when there are people who create rules which are conditioned wrong or right that's yeah e- we know that that's ego because there is no yeah, such thing as true. wrong or right so it's when there's punishment it's conditioned and oh, inverted yeah. commas jesus or whatever his name is um you know if because he was referred to by different names i think right so i think that was i have no, I have idea. no idea i've anyway. never read the bible i've just read lots of different things about it so anyway so just let's just call him jesus so it's not him that necessarily made rules it's people of I guess let's call them perhaps a lower consciousness who then made rules about wrong or right. You'll go to hell if you do that. And it's like their perception of it all. So it's religions turn into somewhere that people turn to. It's not necessarily like a religion that is wrong. It's you just have to be careful because it becomes cult like because there's rules around it, but there are no rules on life. And I think that's what we really need to realize. There is no wrong or right. There should be, there is no such thing as punishment. There is unconditional love. Therefore punishment doesn't exist. So there's nothing ever to forgive. And so that wasn't Jesus who said that that was like his followers and the disciples and the people who ran Christianity. Now, the reason that religion is such an escape for people is because they're not following their inner compass. So they feel unfulfilled. They feel disconnected, Mm. but these people will say, but if you do this, then we'll love and accept you, which is meeting the primitive Mm. most fearful need of human beings and that's why religions are so cult-like and addictive 
shit. And easy to fall into. Mic drop. It's like, whoa. Crazy. I'm not going to touch on any of that. Yeah, let's just pop (laughs) pop that one to the side. Let's choose love. Let's choose love. Yeah. Choose love and... But come join Mary Make a Religion. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. It's a cult. It's a cult. Um, no, I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. Guys, no. It's a joke. So, Guys, funny, right? Okay, so this has been a really interesting <laughs> conversation and I love how it's like gone in so many tangents. I know. But, um, we've redefined strength and I think for ourselves. So I'd be keen to hear what other people think about this topic and whether or not they've seen it come up in their lives or where they've perceived strength as maybe a thing that didn't actually bring goodness. Yeah, where strength was – where fear was hiding behind perceived yeah. strength. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. email us or message us on Instagram, whatever you want to do. And maybe like um, if you have a story about following mm-hmm. your intuition or your gut or – Follow your heart, your intuition. <laughs> and like – and where maybe it didn't appear strong to other people but, you know, yeah. choosing to go that way yeah. was for you and was your was mm. your personal strength. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you have any cool stories, share. Yeah, let us know. Um, update on the 30-day challenge oh, yeah. of the podcast. We missed yesterday. We missed yesterday. Mm. How strength and courageous of us. But we were sitting at the table at, what, it was 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. We were tired. I was we so were so tired. tired. And we were just like, you know what? What, like, by us pushing I know. to do the 30, like, to do the 30 days straight, what, we're not going to bring a good quality show to you guys. So we didn't want to do that. And then we decided we're going to take Saturdays and Sundays off. Yeah. <laughs> we, we made an executive <laughs> made decision. An executive decision. So that's happening. So we're up. This is episode what six of the thirty, I think. But yeah, or is it seven? seven. Is that it? I think it's seven. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm gonna check on that. We'll check on that. Anyway, we're not even a third of the way through, so you've got plenty more coming your way. Amber's gonna make another appearance. Um, Love it. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we love having you on the play. And the reason, um, like, expect more redefining strength. It's coming because it's my new obsessive thing that i'm Ooh, diving into right now well yeah we want to talk more about it i think it's amazing we'll come up again i'm yeah, sure yeah totally okay guys hope you have a great day and we love you Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.